Well, we're live, everyone. Oh, I didn't even realise we were. <laughs> Forgive the lateness. You know me. I'm just one of these people that's quite punctual. But Canute uh, had his own set of problems. But we are here now. I'm not even going to say it's 6pm on the 7th of Sept uh, October because it's not. It's 6.07. So welcome, everyone, to the UK Bitcoin Master live show. Uh, as always, every Monday and every Thursday, I go live. Um, and when I've got a special guest, we introduce them normally on a Thursday. And I've got that for you this evening. Now, you all know who our special guest is. So very, very quickly, let me just get the preliminaries out the way. Firstly, and say that if you're new to all of this, don't take anything I say as financial advice. It is just me, some crazy Brit who goes live twice a week, um, has got in the rabbit hole and loves talking about Bitcoin. Um, secondly, well, I've got an overlay there. Sorry. Uh, check out my website, ukbitcoinmaster.com. That's where you'll find all my videos uh, that I've done today. Bitcoin interviews is where you'll find all the interviews I've done today. And finally, if you want to drop a lightning tip, tip in.me at UK Bitcoin Master. That said, let's get all of that out the way. Very quickly, shout out to some of my regulars in the chat. Buffy W's in the house. My lovely daughter, welcome to you. My lovely wife, Elaine, Mrs. UK is in the house. Uh, Vinnie Rondo's with us. Matthew Underhill, Dave Shackelford, um, Yorkie Bitcoiners with us. Uh, who else have we got? Miss Max Trotter, welcome to you, Max. I don't know if you've been here before, but great to have you in the house. Uh, Alon Peled, I think you've been in the house before. Silent Lamb, if I've missed you, type in UK Bitcoin Master. I'll very, very gladly give you a shout out. But because we are running slightly late, I want to get right into it. Barefoot Barry coming in from New Zealand. Welcome to you, Barry, um, as always. Now, I want to get into this, get right on over to my guest, and let's get on with the show. Now, if you are in in that Bitcoin rabbit hole, if you are following the right people, you should be following this guy. Firstly, 30,000 uh, Twitter subscribers. He's written several books on Bitcoin. I've just finished reading one of those books. I've since found out, apologies for this, uh, but it is the first one that he wrote. He's wrote many since, but I've just read um, the um, Sovereignty through mathematics. I think that's the right word. And I finished it uh, last night and it was just a fantastic book. So without further ado, Knut Svanholm, welcome to the show, my good friend. Great to have you in the house. Great to be here, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So yeah. tell me, wh where are you in the yeah. world at the moment or is it an undisclosed location? <laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, these glasses are not for OPSEC really, or for looking cool. It's it's just that these glasses fit me better than my regular glasses. <laughs> so I use these all the time here. Uh, uh, I'm I'm in Spain at the moment. Okay. Uh, enjoying enjoying life down here, and uh, uh, people are taking the COVID restrictions less and less seriously every day, and we're of course happy to see that. Uh, freedom lovers as we are. Um, and uh, yeah, I heard uh, Silent Lamb was watching this. Yeah, Silent Lamb is in the yeah, house. We had, a, we had a coffee in Riga. Fantastic. In, Fantastic. The yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so are and, you... And some beers the night before, I believe. Uh, nothing... Yeah, he's a swell guy. Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with some beers. I'll take that all day. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't see the chat here, by the way. I haven't opened that tab. I was okay. a bit late because I was uh, the, the the assigned grill master for the night. So uh, <laughs> signed grill master. Does that mean you were doing a barbecue? I was doing a barbecue, and uh, 
then my my daughter's friend and her father came by and i had to give them some some of the food as well and it took it took it a bit longer than i had planned hey listen it happens um, i'm i'm just checking that um, our sound is okay it says you're a lot quieter than me right so i'm gonna right. try and all bring right. your I, volume up a little bit so I, I people can, can hear you maybe is this better uh, well, I've just turned it up my end, so um, hopefully my lovely wife will let me know how that's sounding um, shortly. But I want to get into this, can I, if I may. Um, right. t- tell me, tell me, do you do you live in Spain? Are you a bit of a nomad? Do you move around? Do you like holidaying a lot? Is it Bitcoin that's done this for you? I mean, what what what, what what's your life look like? Uh, now we're getting into the OPSEC thing here. But, yeah, yeah, uh, get I, that. I, I yeah. Might, might as well spill the beans. We moved down to Spain here for uh, a couple of months ago, or like one and a half months ago. Uh, and uh, we're planning to stay for a year uh, to begin with and see how we like it. Uh, got pretty bored with Sweden last, last year, even though we had a lot less COVID restrictions than everyone else. We, we, we took a lot of care uh, in the family because my wife is in a risk group. She has a condition, uh, MS. So, uh, so we had to take extra care. Uh, and of course, we seized the opportunity of taking our children out of the brainwashing institution when we could. So uh, we stayed at home a lot and I worked from home a lot, uh, which in Sweden means that you're basically in an isolated cell for like nine months. <laughs> <a year. laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's even worse than in the uk but you you know it's bad in the winter up up north right so and then we we love it down here and with the sun and like the, the the kids can swim and everything so we and we've had this house for a couple of years so we're doing this thing now and uh i enjoy it a lot i uh, did my last day of fiat work uh last week awesome uh, yeah, so awesome. I'm, uh, I am now officially a full-time Bitcoiner. Oh, congratulations, uh, man. That's superb. I'm, yeah, I'm starting this career by not doing anything the first <laughs> first month, I think, because uh, I need to get my like act together and get my mindset off uh, my, my last job. I was the crew manager for an offshore ship, shipping company awesome. up until now. Yeah. Load, of, load of stress, so, then. Load of stress. Yeah, yeah, two hundred, uh, two between two hundred and two hundred fifty uh, seafarers on Danish contracts, and I uh, had a team of coordinators and mm. tried to manage all that. Um, so it, it was a stressful job, but but like having that position really helped me develop uh, some skills, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean. You, you grow with every position in your career, you know, you, you, you learn something new every step of the way. And yep. I have no, I have nothing against my old employers or, uh, or my old Fiat career. I had a, I had a very, very interesting uh, career so far. Uh, and I don't, I don't mind it. It's just that Bitcoin has taken over. I mean, uh, my, my, uh, my writings and my, my other little ditties on Twitter and the, the animations we've done and everything, they're doing much better than I expected. So I'll, uh, I figured I had to, I had to seize the opportunity and, and do something with it. And we'll, we'll see what comes out of it. I have no idea. I might be lazy as hell and just do nothing for the year. Uh, not write another book. By the way, I've written, 
two proper books. <laughs> the first book is just a collection of articles, and then I wrote Sovereignty Through Mathematics and Independence Reimagined, which are the official like Bitcoin books. And then there are several translations on them on Amazon as well. So it looks like there's a lot of books, but it's really just two. Uh, but two is more than most people have written. No, ab absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I liked about the book. Um, you know, I've been through the sovereign individual, you know, the creature from Jekyll Island, 20 hours mm. of listening, you know, because I'm a listener. Yeah. Some people like to read a book. I like to listen. I, I absorb yeah, more. Um, and what I found with yours was it was so digestible. Um, it didn't take me more than a few mornings and evenings lying in bed, relaxing, listening. And the whole thing was done. And what, no. it, what I what I tried try to do i noticed that it it kept me interested do you see what i mean it didn't uh, I, it, there weren't you. parts of it where i thought oh how much more of this it really was it's a great book you know again i i shill a book on here we got a guy in the chat uh <laughs> who's got a great book called the bitcoin book you know the future of finance guide to the future of finance can't quite remember it and i shill that a lot because that's a great read but equally, I'd be wrong if I didn't shill something else that I thought was a really, if you're new, if you're just coming into Bitcoin, if you just got into Bitcoin, I would encourage you to get onto Amazon and check out Knut's book. Um, let me get this right. So it's sovereignty. Is it through mathematics? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Sovereignty through, through mathematics. I think it's only about yeah. four hours, is it? Or is it two and two and two and two and a half? I can't remember. But it's, it's short. It's more of a pamphlet than a book. Really. But I found it really interesting and there was enough in it now i'm already yeah. a bitcoiner i'm down the rabbit hole but there was enough in it to make me think wow you know this thing's gonna go somewhere this this guy's really on this he believes in this passionately and i'm gonna say right off the bat really before we start getting into bitcoin so am i i can't write a book but i'm in the rabbit hole five years now and it's just yeah. blowing my mind actually i told a lie that's four and a half years um it's blowing my mind and i just can't get enough of it and everywhere you turn there's something else to learn and you know the last handful of shows of my my own have been talking about the lightning network because i believe bitcoin's a done deal if i can use that terminology and now we've got to look at the payment rails and how we use it as a unit of account around the world and you know all this has got to develop um but it's just so exciting i can't put it down so in terms of those finding this channel in the future btc moon guy hastings solutions caitlin linden welcome that's my granddaughter by the way can i've now got my granddaughter my daughter and my missus is on the call with us. That's a UK Bitcoin Master family show, isn't it? Okay, so um, the point is, um, people are going to be watching this in the future. And what I want to do is try and steer them to stuff that's not too heavy. My goodness, you can get on some of the podcasts and they're really, really, really heavy. And they're okay for people like us that have, us that have been in that rabbit hole a length of time. But for a noob, it can frighten them away. Do you know what I mean? So I think you know, I think the Bitcoin space has got room for everyone at every level. And what I like to do on my shows is to find out about the person, which you've just been telling me about, about your background, etc. And then how they found Bitcoin, what their initial thoughts were were they skeptical did they need to you know have it flash through their, their 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 being four or five times before they finally did something with it tell me about your intro to bitcoin was it a phone call were you looking on the internet i'm interested to know this 
the thing is, I can't really re recall where, where it all started. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know I, I was on, like, the job I had before I started in the offshore wind industry was uh, uh, as a second mate and a chief mate on a tall ship. Yep, uh, yep. Which was also a, a tall ship with high school students on board uh, sailing around the Atlantic uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like staying for six days in each port and we went to places like yeah we went to france and the uk and and spain and uh but then also some some uh, more exotic places like the cape Verde islands and then across the atlantic to suriname or uh, grenada or uh, belize or wow. uh, like uh, the dominican republic and cuba and mexico and the us and like the Azores, uh, uh, is that how you pronounce it? The Azores, Azores, the Azores, yeah. Azores in the yeah. in the middle of the Atlantic, and uh, yeah, a lot of uh, yeah, we we did some some trips around Scotland and Norway and stuff uh, as well, uh, Shetland and Orkney and the Hebrides and all all sorts of places. Uh, wow, yeah. Uh, so I did that for eight years. Uh, and I had a lot of spare time. Uh, I wrote a lot of songs, and uh, I philosophized a lot. I read a lot, and uh, I crossed the Atlantic a couple of times. And I guess that's where my interest in uh, in Bitcoin started. I must have heard of it somewhere. Yeah. And and then I was curious about it, and like, what is the thing? Uh, can this really work? Because I, I grew up with a Commodore 64 uh, personal Me too. computer. Me too. That. Uh, <laughs> and and a ZX Spectrum as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I only had the Commodore 64, but I, I enjoyed programming it in basic and stuff like that. And I knew, like, from the first time I, I wrote, like, 10 print hello and 20 go to 10, and I saw that this could go on forever, just copying itself over and over again. Yeah. Uh, th th that's when you got the realization that computers can copy things in infinity, and uh, uh, the same when the, when the internet came along, it's like, uh, oh shit! Like songs are copyable now. We can we can copy songs like never before, and yep. it takes yep. no time, and we don't have to use these cassettes anymore. And you, having grown up with that, you you kind of realized how big of a revolution it was going to be. And I was in my late teens at the time when the internet really took off in 96 and 97. Uh, uh, and even before that, and uh, I realized the potential of it, but I I chose another career and I didn't become a nerd. <laughs> As like, w if you were into computers back then, you were you were the nerd and, and like you had a nerd career and you, yeah. you, you had. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But so chose, so, uh, so when you yeah. came across Bitcoin or when you first yeah, started I, looking yeah. into it, what, what was going on in your head? I, when I really got into it was in, in 2016, I, I attended an online course yep. uh, in, at the University of Nicosia. And I was one, one of the top students of the course and uh, Andreas Antonopoulos was one of the teachers. Uh, I think it's still around. It's like, but it's too shitcoiny nowadays for for my taste. Yep. Uh, but uh, after having done that, I I 
I thought I, I got the grip of like what this thing was and uh, I started writing about it and I had just read Skin in the Game by Taleb yeah and I thought yeah. like I need to uh, put my real name out there and like really try to do something about it and uh, like if if because I was so fascinated by by Andreas Antonopoulos, to to be honest, and his yep. lifestyle, you know, just flying around the globe speaking about this subject that no one knew anything about. It's like, I wonder if I can do something similar and like do something with this. And so, uh, what what do I need to do to in order to to like make something of myself in this space? And so, well, I'll, I'll better. Uh, I'll never figure it out if I don't do anything. So yep. I'll, I'll, I'll start writing and see where it leads me. And one of the articles I wrote was about how to secure your private keys uh, right before the Bitcoin Cash Fork in uh, 2017. Yeah. Which, by the way, is the event where I got really convinced that Bitcoin could actually work and was not just an experiment that could fail. Uh, for no particular reason, but like uh, my confidence in in the protocol uh, increased a lot at that point in time. Yeah. When the Bitcoin, uh, when, when the Segwit two X uh, uh, hard fork was denied by the users. Yeah. Uh, I just got really in like before it. that. I got in a couple of months before yeah. that, so I didn't really know what it was all about, to be honest. <clears throat> that, that's when I realized that the users were really in control of the thing. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that had to be true in order for it to work long term. Yeah. In order for this twenty-one million to be a set in stone, so to speak. Um, and I, I had before that I had experienced uh, going sort of semi-viral on the internet before with a, a rock band that I had. That we had a, a video up on the Pirate Bay. Yep. Uh, they, they they promoted bands and it was called the Promo Bay and that got like a hundred thousand YouTube views in uh, over a weekend when it was wow. promoted by that site. So so I'd already experiencing uh, experienced this pressing F five a lot and refreshing the page and see what happens. <laughs> you know, see if there's a new comment. Yeah. Uh, and and when that ha that happened, sort of happened again with like seventy thousand views for my article about how to secure your private keys before the. Uh, so, so I thought uh, maybe I, I'm not just a maybe it's not impossible to uh, to have a voice here somewhere. So mm. uh, uh, I'll I'll see I'll keep on doing this and see where it happens. And yep. then then I uh, when I had written uh, a bunch of articles, I wrote for a magazine called Hacker Noon back then. And yep. when when I had like a book's worth of articles i compiled compiled them into a book uh just because i was curious of how to how do you publish a book and how, how do you do this yeah. so i did that uh and it, uh yeah quite happy with it but then that's the book my name was associated with and they're like if you googled anything <laughs> that's the book that that's what's what i had attached to my name and i thought this is this is just a compilation of semi crappy articles and like there's no coherent narrative here or no i need to write a proper book <laughs> so in in 2018 in uh new year's eve i promised myself to write a page a day for a year and i did for 106 days and then i got bored with it and i thought <laughs> like 
Uh, I don't really have that much else to say. This is done now. Uh, let's just call it a day. And that's how sovereignty through mathematics was born. And uh, I published it. No one, no one, no one gave a shit. <laughs> and, and, then I, and then I went to Riga in 2019 to the uh, Baltic Hanabadu conference and gave it to a bunch of uh, a bunch of important Bitcoiners. Yep. At the time, and uh, like I, I brought 50 books. I sold 25 of them and gave 25 of them away. Uh, and I realized that uh, even most of the people at the conference knew who I, who I was even back then when I had, hadn't made a name for myself because because of Twitter because everyone knows everyone on Twitter. Yeah. So yep. Uh, so like, and uh, I felt that I found my flock. <laughs> like, I really liked the people there, and uh, everyone was friendly, and everyone was, you know, when, when you meet other Bitcoiners, you know instinctively that they're above a, a couple of intellectual thresholds. So you don't have to play the charade you play with normies yeah. and yeah. talk about the weather and whatnot. Yeah, uh, you you can just start at like. Uh, <laughs> like a proper first... conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when I met Giacomo Soko again, not now in uh, in Mexico, a, a a sweet reunion where we we started talking about if if the universe was deterministic or not and the multiverse theory within two minutes. <laughs> oh my lord! So, so it's like it's like. <laughs> You just know with these people that they're on a different level. Uh, of course, there are different levels uh, among Bitcoiners as well. And I wouldn't count myself as being in the top tier in any shape or form. But but then again, it's uh, there's always it's always you know refreshing, and uh, you can always get something out of talking to a, a proper Bitcoiner. I that's, think so. I think point. so. And I think you can also get something out of talking to somebody really experienced in Bitcoin. Equally, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you can get something from somebody that's just getting into Bitcoin that's got ideas, theories, etc. So I think, yeah. I think, I think the Bitcoin community sort of is a self-fulfilling prophecy or self-fulfilling cycle because everybody's got something to add. I remember in in 2018, I'd only been in Bitcoin about eight months. And, you know, Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, he said to me, because I've sort of got a bit of a friendship with Adam, he said, you should be in motion. One of his famous, you know, phrases, you should be in motion. You need to start a YouTube channel. I said, no, I don't want to start a YouTube channel. He said, but you've got something to say about Bitcoin. You should just get on and say it and you'll yeah. be terrible to start with. And then you'll refine it all. And, you know, maybe there's people out there that will listen to what you've got to say and go, aha, this is the type of person I listen to. Some people maybe get turned off by what I've got to say and they want to go and listen to someone like Preston Pish or Peter McCormack yeah. and that's okay but what we all have to do in your terminology is find our own flock I really love that statement that's a yeah. beautiful statement yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, Bitcoiners are awesome uh, I mean I, I always get surprised by how how awesome Bitcoiners are uh, it's like we're I was in Mexico for uh, two months ago for the Bitcoin Standard Conference, yep. the Ugly Old Goats Conference, and uh, we we formed a band <laughs> during one of the nights. We just uh, uh, borrowed some instruments, mm -hmm. 
we had never played together before but it sounded quite all right nice. so awesome. i'm really happy about that so like and and things uh, and uh, those who didn't play i mean everyone else played like chess and poker and knew how to play chess knew how to play poker uh, uh, like there's always these hidden talents and skills that bitcoiners have that that are really that are really awesome well, I don't, I don't oh, no. chip in that I used to play lead guitar on electric guitar then. Perfect. <laughs> Look, we're, let's... We're out to jam one day. Oh, no, I can't anymore because of a condition I've got in my hands with arthritis. Oh, oh, so right. I had to stop oh. playing many, many, many decades ago. I'm giving my age away. Look, let's talk Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Let's talk Bitcoin. Yeah. I love that key at the top of your um, Twitter. And it, I, yeah. I think it went something like everything and anything divided by 21 million. No, no every, everything there is and everything that ever will be. Thank you. Thank you. Divided by 21 million. Let's talk about that because I've heard yeah. you on many shows and you've got this real passion for why Bitcoin. Let's just use the word or the phrase taken over the world just loosely. Why you feel that is and because I'm fascinated by that story. Yeah. Oh, where to start about that? I, mm. I mean, the, the whole the whole phrase is like uh, to uh, make people think about the the fact that there's no theoretical top uh, that the Bitcoin price can have. There's no there's no uh, uh, theoretical upper limit to the purchasing power that Bitcoin can acquire over the years. Yeah, and this is mostly due to its uh, limited supply, uh, the twenty one million thing. Uh, and Bitcoin is just an agreement between us Bitcoiners that these rules are fair and we want to play by these rules. It's yeah. really nothing else. Mm. And as long as we agree about that, uh, we benefit from it. And you may disagree. Some people do, but then they can't have any of the benefits. The benefits are only for those of us who believe that these rules are fair. Yep. And, and that's why it won't fail because we all have some Bitcoin and we all know that as long as uh, the supply is limited, we'll benefit from Bitcoin uh, uh, acquiring more users and more money coming into Bitcoin or whatever. So so it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, the, uh, the incentives are aligned uh, on all levels of society. Like you have El Salvador now, for instance, the, the first country that has made Bitcoin legal tender, it will most definitely trigger some kind of domino effect yeah. uh, where where other countries jo uh, jump on board as well, because you have the prisoner's dilemma game theory matrix with country A and country B and like not adopting Bitcoin and adopting Bitcoin. And for uh, <laughs> if country B does not adopt Bitcoin, they're later to the to the game and they uh, uh, they will be left behind somewhat since like acquiring Bitcoin earlier is always preferable to acquiring them later. Uh, and this is not only between countries, but be between people, between like corporations, between everyone, between politicians even. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I believe it's unstoppable because there's like no reason not to like this thing, really. Except if you're uh, the head of the new world order of the like <laughs> greatest conspiracy ever and the, the, the one pulling the strings of all the central banks, 
then you might have something to lose from Bitcoin, but everyone else in the hierarchy will will benefit from it. My belief, my it. belief, can, yeah. my belief is many of the bashers, many of the people that have another narrative to push, they're stacking Bitcoin, but they're just not making it public. They're nuts if they don't. Yeah, if they've yeah. got any sense and they've done their research, they might have to yeah. knock it because the narrative is if you don't knock it, then your job's at stake. But I believe that many of them are, are stacking sats. Yeah, they might. They might be, but some of them might be uh, in the plot hurt phase as well. And like think they've missed missed the train and like missed out on Bitcoin and that there's uh, there's no point now and everything. But uh, they'll learn sooner or later. Bitcoin is not going away. It's not it's not crashing. It's it's adopting more uses every day and more money every day, even more importantly. So well, yeah, and, fun and, staying poor. And I, I heard on a podcast either this morning or yesterday, I may, may have been pomps. I can't remember, but it was interesting. They said that there'll come a point, obviously in 2140, 2141, uh, when the last Bitcoin is mined. And obviously, yeah. you know, you will have all of the Bitcoin out there. But then they said something really interesting, and that is then over the next few hundred years, whatever it might be, people will lose some coins and then, you know, you'll yeah. be back and then the coins will shrink again, not because they're not in existence, because people have lost keys or or whatever that situation might be. So you're going to hit a yeah. tipping point, and then over centuries, it's going to go the other way. What's your view on that? Um, yeah, this is where it gets really interesting. Because yeah. if you really think about it, and if you follow the thought vectors to wherever they might lead you, and you're intellectually honest about this thing, uh, it's even more bizarre than, than uh, you might ex expect at the first glance. Because... What people don't realize is that most of the Bitcoins have been mined already, like 19 million of the 21 million that will ever exist are already out there. Yeah. And they're, they're getting lost every day. So the, the supply, sooner or later, the supply is, is shrink, shrinking and not increasing. And everyone who knows anything about this are already aware of the, the total supply that will ever exist. So they will act accordingly. Yeah. And uh, and I believe that the, like the, the greatest shortcoming of the, of the human mind is our, uh, of, in a, of the human race is our inability to uh, understand the exponential function. And if Bitcoin, like if, if every other currency is printed uh, uh, like at a faster and faster rate every year, yeah. which is happening, uh, like 30% of all dollars in circulation were, were printed. Uh, post COVID uh, <laughs> or after COVID hit. Yep. And, uh, and Bitcoins uh, have this finite supply and they will get wasted. And the more people we onboard, the greater the chance that they will actually get lost because yep. more people, more people lose Bitcoin. And when you lose them, you can't get them back. Mm. When you die, if you haven't told anyone about how to unlock them, so to speak, yep. Yep. they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. And furthermore, the we know that adoption uh, is getting larger and larger because Bitcoin is doing what central bankers and socialists have been claim have claimed to be to have been doing. Oh, tricky grammars here <laughs> for 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 forever yep. because Bitcoin is actually redistrib redistributing wealth. Yeah, because the, the the Bitcoin 
really big whales are shrinking in uh, numbers, and the, the, the shrimp and the uh, like the small Bitcoin holders that that have like less than ten Bitcoin or less than one Bitcoin, they are growing in numbers. Yeah. So so there's actually a wealth redistribution happening within the Bitcoin community. Uh, but you can always you can only take part in this wealth redistribution if you have if you're if you're a Bitcoin, if you have Bitcoin, yeah, then, then you're a part of it. But you're yep. not a part of it if you're outside the system. So everyone's in, uh, incentivized to be in the system. Uh, now, where was I going with this? Well, you have this you, you have this wealth redistribution within Bitcoin. More users getting onboarded. More uh, smaller numbers of Bitcoin uh, scattered out. Uh, among a larger number of people. More Bitcoins getting lost, uh, even though people take better and better security measures, the more people that you onboard and the more the wealth is redistributed, you uh, the more Bitcoins are going to get lost over time. Yep. And you have this limited supply that is almost already there, like 19 million out of 21 million. Uh, the, the fee market will take over. Uh, I don't know how many of your listeners are aware of this, but over time, it's uh, Bitcoin is meant to slowly start functioning in another way, where the fee market takes over from the new coin yep, issuance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is already happening. Uh, you can see, like the the fees are a non-trivial part of the miners' revenue already, mm. and it's supposed to be that way. And it will get fees will get higher, which means that the sooner you realize about the Lightning Network and uh, layer two solutions maybe i'm getting too complicated no but, carry uh, on anyway. carry on carry on it's brilliant uh, uh, so we need to get off base layer because base layer will be for large transactions and important transactions layer two solutions will be for everyday transactions like the lightning network is uh, was already back in 2019 the absolutely absolutely the best payment system i've ever tried uh, as i said i sold my books uh and I used like credit cards, debit cards, cash, uh, PayPal, and the Lightning base layer Bitcoin and Lightning Network. And Lightning Network worked. That that was the best experience even back in 2019. Yeah, and it's really taking over now with Shiba wallet, wallets and everything in El Salvador. When you have like millions of people onboarded, uh, it's just fascinating to see what's happening. But well. The uh, let me finish the thought there. Uh, where was I going with this? The thing is, if you, uh, yeah, I've, I've been talking about this before, but uh, Bitcoin might have a an S-shaped adoption curve yep. when it comes to the number of users, but that says nothing about the price. The price may still go up and it may still go up exponentially after that, because when all the people of the world are onboarded, then you have all the money in the world still waiting to to, to go on and like there's no there's no real reason for people to not invest more into bitcoin so then you have hyper bitcoinization all the money in the world gets onboarded and everything gets eaten up by bitcoin everything divided by 21 million but even after that you have a global sound money non-interventionist free market without tax taxes or inflation or borders or anything yes a pure meritocracy brutal capitalistic uh, uh i'm and i mean that in a good way uh 
productive society where where like the best products get uh, produced at no cost at all and yep. this is happening in parallel to the ai revolution and robotics and whatnot everywhere where the the marginal production cost and the mar marginal transportation cost of everything approaches zero and the only reason that we have rising prices in the world today is that the cheapest thing there is in the world to produce is a a dollar or a euro or a yuan yeah. like the dollar for me to say the word dollar uh it is costlier than what it is for the central bank to press enter and create a trillion new dollars yeah to write the word dollar is more expensive than to create new dollars <laughs> think think about what that implies madness it's 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 madness like I was talking about MP3s before and how how marvelous is what uh, marvelous it was when you could copy songs and share them online. Well, uh, a an MP3 uh, at least takes up some megabytes of data, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> a dollar does not. It's just a, a a number of zeros in a number on a ledger. It's it's like the you just add a zero. For, for the one for the, the there's a person somewhere creating the new dollar and for that person the cost of doing that is like the cost of lifting your finger and pressing a button yeah which is like the cheapest thing there is to produce and that's the only reason that prices are going up prices ought to be going down we ought to be, be getting better at everything everyone knows that we are getting better at doing absolutely everything uh, we're getting more effective. We know that about AI. We know about robotics. We know about like how efficient the human race has become, and still we expect prices to go up. Why? How 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 easily fooled are we? Mm. I mean, pr the prices of everything is supposed to go down. Uh, the world is supposed to be a better place. But most people in the world go through life and they never learn and understand what inflation is. They hear the name, but they don't understand it. No, they don't even reflect about it. And like, I, I saw a, a, um, a there was a meme running uh, going around on Facebook. Oh, rest in peace, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> about about the price of uh, the price of petrol. Uh, I'm in the UK now, so I'm using the word petrol instead of the word gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the price of petrol and the price of an ice cream, uh, and they compared the price in 1970 to the price in 2020, and it's like both prices have gone up. Like the ice cream has gone up 16 times in price, and the uh, the gasoline has gone up by no the the gasoline uh, the petrol sorry has gone up by uh, by 16x and the ice cream by 17x. Okay. Which means that, and and the the meme on Facebook is like, look at this, ice cream has gone up more than petrol. Uh, than petrol, uh, uh, petrol is still cheap. Ha ha ha! And no one reflects uh, over the fact that someone took sixteen seventeenths of everyone's wealth yep. away. Yeah, I know. Where, where did those sixteen seventeenths go? I mean, it's like. It's ridiculous. But most it's people like, just live their life um, from paycheck to paycheck, don't they? And hope nothing goes wrong. That's yeah. the reality. You know, 
I mean, I was in that camp until I got into Bitcoin. It was very much you get paid. And as long as all your bills are paid and they're not going to kick you out of your house and you got some heat and warmth and some food. Hey, we just hope we live from month to month, year to year and nothing goes wrong. And with a bit of luck, somebody's got some money to bury me when I go. And then all of a sudden you get into Bitcoin rabbit hole and you start learning about money and inflation. And I didn't know what inflation was for four and a half years ago. I'd heard the term, but never needed to know what it was because I was a regular human being that didn't need yeah. to. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And uh, that's why we uh, we get stuck in the hamster's wheel. And the hamster's wheel ensure, itself ensures that we don't have time to think about these things. Yep. Yep. So, so most people run around in the little wheel and they never re- reflect about what, like, why is this happening to me? Why am I doing this every day? And like, couldn't, shouldn't life be easier by now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, and I think like most people think of an economy as a zero zone game. So the, that there are winners and losers and that, that there's like a uh, finite uh, amount of stuff and productivity in the world. And we all have to share that. And the more people that get onboarded to the economy, the, the more burdensome it becomes. But mm-hmm. it's it's the opposite. Like every new person in an economy adds something to it. <laughs> I mean, uh, the economy is supposed to be growing, and that's a good thing. Uh, but somehow that got lost along the way, and uh, I uh, I have a lot of theories hmm. about what happened. I th- I think democracy is a, a very overrated concept. Mm. Uh, this is a bit far-fetched uh, for, for most people I know, uh, yeah. but I, I believe you, you cannot criticize the system from within the system. You, can, you It's very hard to see what's wrong with the system from within a system. And well, I think they, they... we're I think we're in a world where you know most people just um, feel that the government will take care of them. And yet the yeah. government are the corruptest out of all of them and they're bleeding yeah, but, the masses they, dry. Yeah, and... <laughs> Most people believe that just ele- electing the other party into parliament will solve their problems. But no. I, I believe they're wrong. And uh, <laughs> there are like praxeological proofs that they are wrong. Mm. Uh, no. It's all about time preference. Like if, if you rob me uh, of some of my wealth, say 50% of my wealth, you take it away then I necessarily have to have a higher time preference after that has happened. Uh, And I might have to buy some safety and security devices. I might have to buy buy a dog and a gun and whatever. (laughs) Uh, And I will make more and more short-term decisions, right? Yeah. And I have to uh, uh, abandon some of my long-term thinking and what I'm building long term and like the most short term you can get is well like living day by day and how am I going to get food today like mm-hmm. that's that's the lowest time preference uh, or the highest time preference yeah uh, uh, but the thing the same you the psyche reacts exactly the same way to being taxated or uh, having your currency inflated as having been robbed yeah uh, to me uh, I react exactly the same it's even worse with the taxes because if I get robbed, I know that everyone else in society knows that the the thief is the bad guy and I'm the good guy, 
And like, I know that he will probably just take the money and run and not bother me again because attacking me a second time has a, has a cost to, uh, to it. Like, I will probably be more prepared the next yep. time and so on. Yep, yep. But attacks, on the other hand, it, it's the other way around. It, everyone in society thinks that it's fair and that it, it got it got there by the fair process of a democratic election and everything. Hmm. So our, our, all our time preference necessarily go down uh, or get, get shortened, which is a higher time preference. I, th these are complicated terms. I, I prefer the uh, uh, high time preference is when you're a short term, term thinker and low time preference is when you're a long term thinker. Hmm. And it's, it's easy, easy to mix them up. Yep. Yep. But but that's that's the thing that taxes do. And if you're like if you're redistributing wealth from the 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 rich to the poor, you incentivize people to be poor rather than to be rich. Yep. And absolutely. It, like th this is the thing that people have to wrap their heads around. This is not politics. This is just a basic economic facts that if you if you promote a certain kind of behavior, people will behave more and more in that kind of way. Yeah. So so whatever. Whatever uh, uh, like injustice you try to eliminate in society, the more of that uh, the, uh, the victims of that in injustice you will create. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm getting deeper. Uh, no. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, I want I want people to wake up to the fact that you know if I can wake up. Listen, I left school at 15 with no qualifications. I hated school. OK. Um, and for yeah. 20 years, I drove British trucks and that, that's what I did. So I wasn't educated, but um, I wasn't in finance. And yet I found Bitcoin and I was open minded enough, excited enough and willing to get in the rabbit hole and learn all about it. Now, yeah. I admit I go on some shows and, you know, they what they talk about goes right over my head. But I got the basic concept that there is a way if you are open to it, that you can take back financial control. You can put yourself and your family in a position where over time, your Bitcoin will give you more and more purchasing power when the dollar or the pound or the yen or the euro or whatever will give you less and less and less and less and less. And the way that I simplify it for family members, etc., is this. You have a look at how your pound has been devalued over the last 10 years years 20 years it's purchasing power and put a hundred pounds in a british bank savings account and see what you'll earn at the end of the year in a lot of cases now they're going to actually charge you to keep that in that bank account and yet with bitcoin you have yeah. a chance that that might go up that might make you more money that might help you into the future that might enable you to leave a legacy for your children grandchildren yeah. great-grandchildren and for me i can't see how anybody couldn't see that and get excited about it i just can't and yet most no, people don't no. most people don't no but most people don't see the problem with what we're living in today where we're punished for saving and and uh, rewarded for spending yeah, and rewarded for spending more than we have. Hmm. And that's like probably when you grow up, as well as when I grow up, we were like, like our parents told us to save up for the future and to not live above your means. Like you, you have this much. Yeah. Well, whatever you do, don't take a loan or anything because that's stupid. It will cost you more in the long run. Hmm. And, yeah. uh, and today, like 
we, we can't buy the houses uh, our parents built because they're the, the price is too high and those people that have houses and a big mortgage they they get rewarded because the house goes up in price and we think like oh sweet we made some money here well at what cost yeah <laughs> and that that did your house go up in price or did the money go down in price yeah because absolutely that was really happening. because a house is a consumer good it it deteriorates over time so that's that's not and, and we're in the like in the western world we're, we're not getting more than 1.7 children each so well some of our populations are growing anyway because we have a lot of immigrants but mm. but the populations aren't growing at that pace uh, so that houses can't like, like keep up with it. it it's just ridiculous it's just the value of the money going down it's nothing else yeah it's just a big pyramid scheme and, and people don't get it no uh, so it's just funneling wealth from from the masses to the elite and uh, that's that's how it works and it's it's not capitalism and and that's what people have to realize that uh, people say uh, oh that wasn't real communism oh that wasn't real socialism when they defend socialist policies mm. but it's the other way around it's real capitalism that haven't been tried yeah we've never had sound money before even gold was too inflationary and had like uh properties that weren't really suited for a perfect form of money the mm. bitcoin bitcoin does have the properties of a perfect form of money it's scarce it's teleportable it's censorship resistant it's it's all of these things portable immutable <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know and i also... don't <laughs> oh, carry on carry on carry on uh so so uh people need to uh to wake, wake up, up. Yeah, yeah they do people do yeah, need to and... wake up and i want to grab them by the scruff of the neck and say for goodness sake flipping wake up you know you are you are getting creamed out of your wealth you won't have any wealth like you say most people i mean it's a proven fact i believe that something like 60 to 80 percent of everyone that gets to retirement age dies without enough money even to bury themselves i don't want to live like that i don't want to live like that and you should not work hard all your life for 30 to 40 to 50 years to die broke you shouldn't and i think bitcoin is the first money sound money hard money that gives the world a chance to be a better fairer place for everyone and redistribute that wealth away from those fang companies back into the hands of the people and i love it i think it was william clemente i think he was saying that we're seeing that the whales are starting to dump some of their bags, taking profits, and the ordinary common man, the shrimp, with less than one Bitcoin, they're getting more. You said this at the head of the show. More and more and more people are realising this and getting off of ground zero. But can you explain to people, Knut, why, just because they feel they can only buy a little bit here and a little bit there, if they DCA, like my daughter who's in the chat, okay, and my granddaughter who's in the chat too, um, you put a little bit away each month and you do that for a decade, for two decades, if time is on your side. What type of difference could that make for their families going forward? It could make all the difference in the world because here you have a, an asset which is absolutely scarce, which is something that humanity has never seen before. 
And if you look at where 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 the money is going, where the big money is going uh, these days, it's like it's going into scarce things yep. like real estate in Manhattan, real estate in Tokyo, real estate in London. Art, uh, art, art, art. Yeah, that, like I, I always compare it to da, da Vinci paintings. Of which there are 13 left in the world, Da Vinci Originals. Yeah. And that's like, one of them is the uh, most expensive painting ever sold, hmm. the Salvador Mundi. And uh, Bitcoin is 21 million units of Da Vinci paintings, basically. And uh, one day there will only be 13 Bitcoins left, because as we were talking about before, people will lose them. And one day there will be only one Bitcoin left. And it will be immensely, unimaginably valuable <laughs> because like you, you can still teleport it. You can still subdivide it into as many units as you want. Yeah. Like, the, the limit on subdivision uh, vanished with the Lightning Network. There used to be like uh, the smallest unit in the Bitcoin network used to be a Satoshi, which is a hundred million of a whole Bitcoin. Yeah. But nowadays we have the Lightning Network, which which can even subdivide those. So you can stream money, uh, at the, and the units can be like pixels of money. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. You can you can have like a, a a hundredth of a Satoshi being earned every time Super Mario jumps over a bunch of those coins in the game. Like uh, the, the, this opens up so many new. Uh, it's like if <laughs> I, I don't know how much people know about these things, but imagine like the the science of electrics compared to the science of electronics, mm. where you had electrics were with wires and like electricity for your light bulbs and everything, and then you have Tesla figuring out alternating uh, currency, no, uh, not currency, alternating current. Current, yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and transporting electricity uh, uh, along vast distances. But, but, but it's not until like in the middle of the last century when, when we discover electronics that we can really make use of these electrons because then we can have if and 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 or like logic circuits, which is the basic of the computer. So you can build a computer instead of just lighting your house with a lamp or, or running a fan on electricity. Yeah. So the use cases are a lot more. With a Lightning Network compared to Bitcoin, you're, you're, you're seeing the same type of revolution. You're going from electrics to electronics. You're going from like base layers, super sound money, a magic internet money thing that takes a lot of time, but uh, the trade-offs are worth it, into streaming money and like a completely new, you could, you could buy, you could construct value circuits, value computers, like it's un we can't even imagine what what this enables us to do because it's so bizarre and it's so uh, like it will propel humanity in ways we can't imagine and you just need to realize the basics of it in order to see this if you have a bit of imagination you can see that this is well, completely unstoppable 
I always say we've only got to go back to, I believe it's 2011, I believe, when there was a launch of the Apple iPhone 3. It might have been 12, I can't remember. And, you know, everybody, you know, this smartphone, you know, we went from an ordinary phone to a BlackBerry and then all of a sudden a smartphone. And even when that came out and it had apps, I mean, I went, what the hell are apps? What What is that? And now, you know, you can't imagine today the things you can do on a phone. It is a computer that used to take up a whole room in your pocket that goes everywhere with you, that gives you access to the world 24-7. Yeah. And it's imagine, like... Imagine a Bond movie in the 80s, like when, when the, it was a completely futuristic thing to have video calls on your phone. Yeah. Or on, on your on your arm watch. Yeah, whatever. And and like uh, that was a complete science fiction. Now we have that and we have like so much more than that access to everything from your And it's all going to be built on Bitcoin. This is the thing that I love about it. Bitcoin yeah, yeah. is money, it is speech, it is truth, it is the apex predator. It's going to eat yeah, yeah, up yeah, everything yeah. in its path, I believe. Um yeah. and I know you believe that too after listening yeah, to but, you on but believe that like that's that's also a thing I think about a lot. And you know this from having read my book. Like, I believe that there's no belief required because if you understand the game theory and if you understand the basic mathematics of it, yep. no no belief is required. You, Bitcoin you, you just can, is. It is. Yeah. And <laughs> you, can, you can verify every step of it, including hmm. the, the praxeological, the game theoretical. I call it financial atheism, by the way, in the mm -hmm. book. Because... It's the rejection of the belief system that we live in now, because we're 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 required to believe the the priests and the prophets of of the the, the fiat system. So so I, I I view statism as yet another organized religion mm. uh, that forces us to believe in a narrative that that really makes little sense when you really think about it. So so like. Central banking is like Noah's Ark to me. I I, mm. I don't really buy it. I, yeah. I don't buy the narrative. This, yeah, sounds like a, a, a beautiful story and whatnot, but it uh, doesn't really work. And and that's the thing with Bitcoin. You can verify every step of it, including the game theoretical mechanics behind it. Mm. Like why humans won't act in their own self uh, against their own self-interest. That's That's why it works, because it's an agreement and if you're in the system and you act against your own self-interest, you lose. Yeah. You lose the game. So everyone is incentivized to play by the rules. Mm. And that's the beauty of the system. Mm. How do you stop that? And furthermore, like there are so many, for people listening to this, there are so many parts of this rabbit hole to dive deep, deep, deep into. Aren't they just? Like, aren't they just? Well, <laughs> most people have heard of, like you can memorize 24 words. And that's your Bitcoin seed phrase. And you can cross any border in the world with your Bitcoin in your head. Yep. What they don't realize is by doing that, if there's nowhere else, if your Bitcoin exists nowhere else but in your head. So if you erased all the, like, you burnt all the little note, little post-it notes and whatnot you had the seed phrase on before, and you just remember them, you are your Bitcoin. Mm. You're in a symbiotic relationship with a new life form that exists solely on the internet and feeds off of human incentives. We're into Max and Kaiser territory now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but this is not science fiction. Mm. This is happening 
right now. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. If you memorize your seed phrase and throw it away, you are your Bitcoin. Wow. And your Bitcoin will die with you if you go and die. <laughs> That that's pretty profound, really, isn't it? Because you are bit your Bitcoin, and your Bitcoin is you. It's you are one exactly. at one with your Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. And your Bitcoin are you because you, they enable you to express yourself in ways you couldn't before it existed. And a, a buying something, buying a good or a service, all goods or services, by the way. <laughs> To get into another rabbit hole, yeah, yeah. Uh, by doing that, you're expressing what you truly believe. Saying something is one thing, but doing something is a completely different thing. That's why follow the money is so important and everything. Look at what people do instead of what they say, because what they do is what really matters. And that's when you live in a symbiotic relationship with Bitcoin, like your Bitcoin is you, because they. Your Bitcoin reflects your soul. That's pretty damn <laughs> profound, isn't it? For a, that's pretty profound. But, you know, it is so true. Peace. Some people tell me I look like Ringo Starr. So. <laughs> yeah. You do look when I when I got your first um shot for the thumbnail, I said to, to my missus, I said, That's Ringo Star. Look, that is Ringo Star. Listen, um, we're coming up towards the hour mark. Canute, uh, uh, what is your thought on the short term movement of Bitcoin, i.e., where do you see it playing out over the next five to ten years? It, I mean, forget price. If you're in Bitcoin, you're not in it for what the price is now. You're in it. I mean, th there's an old saying, isn't there? I came for the speculation. You know, you then stay for the revolution and you know how it's going to change the world. But I'm a bit mercenary like most. You know, I want to take some off the top and enjoy my yeah. golden years before my kids have it all. And yeah, two, yeah, yeah. two of them are in the chat. So don't knock me off too early, yeah. kids. <laughs> but where do you see no. it going maybe over the next five to ten years? That's the thing, short term. You said it. That's mm. the taboo word, short term. Mm. And I know you would like your children to inherit your Bitcoin, but re please do remember that if they don't, the, the purchasing power of your Bitcoin, if, if you take them all with you, that will get distributed to all the other Bitcoiners of the world. So yes, it a, will. There's a, there's a beautiful ending to your story regardless. I don't well, know how old you are, and, but I don't think you're that old. I mean, I'm in my early 60s. I'm in my early <laughs> yeah, 60s. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, but my mid 40s. Wow! Now, now, uh, well, this this is crazy because um, my daughter, who's in the chat, is in her early forties. So I feel like a oh. flipping old dinosaur now. I really do. <laughs> but you anyway, know, where, where do I think it's going in the near future? That, but that's the million sad question, isn't it? Because yeah, it is. You, yeah, you you never know where it's going short term mm. because it could drop eighty yep. percent any day. Uh, but the volatility is there and it depends a lot on like, like, look, Bitcoin has a limited supply. So the only factor that determines its price it, is its demand. Yeah. And that demand by might be or is, uh, well, it's provably skewed in some way, shape or form, either by like you have the tethers, for instance, of these stable coins and everything, and you have uh, players, huge players manipulating markets and yeah. you have the dollar itself not being a truthful currency but being inflated and we have not like 
taken all the 30% new dollars into account at all. Oh, am I losing my connection? That's here? better. Uh, You're better. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, there's a, a lot of things affecting the price every day. So you can't really say that the Bitcoin revolution will happen within the next five years. Yeah. There's a great chance that it will. And mm. there's a great chance that this thing will get really, really weird, much more weird than anyone else can even imagine. There's also a chance that it, it'll take 100, 100 years or 200 years or even 1,000 years and we won't like realize the preciousness of this thing until like uh, we're all gone we're all gone our kids are gone. gone yeah 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 no absolutely so yeah. that's that's our that's yeah. our job isn't it to pass that baton on that's our job i think to yeah. educate the generations to carry on the baton when we're gone i think yeah 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 in a, in a way it is in a way it is and and but but the thing is most people think about this like oh it might 10x again or oh it might die oh it might take a long time before hyper because what most people don't think about is what if this is hyper bitcoinization and this is a starting point happening right now mm. so this is the end of volatility there's a set squeeze the the supply is diminished so much the demand increases so much so that it can't go down ever again you got the hockey stick haven't you you got the hockey stick and it's not an S shape. It's a J shape. Mm. It just goes up and up and up and there's no end to it. Yep. And when all the money and everything is on board, I mean, imagine everyone on earth having 99% of the net worth in their heads instead of in physical things. <laughs> then you have, you have eliminated violence from the equation. Yep. Taking stuff by force is not profitable, uh, profitable anymore. Because if you, if you threaten or kill that person, 99% of what they could have given you is, is gone forever. Yep, yep. Which means that the only way of enriching yourself uh, by interacting with another person is to provide something of value to that person yep. so that he can provide you with some, something of value back. Mm. And this is so profound because it's, it's literally eliminating violence on every level of society. It's incentivizing people to hop on board and helping Bitcoin succeed on every level of society. Yeah. It's it's removing armed robberies and it's removing wars from the equation at the same time. Uh, th this is the most profound thing we, humanity has ever discovered. Yeah. And we've only seen, we haven't seen anything yet. We're, we're, th this is like, what are we, 12 years in? Yeah. Well, yep. this is nothing. Mm. We we haven't seen anything yet. This is going to usher us into a completely new paradigm, where everything gets rethunk, rethought, re re whatever. Yeah, <laughs> thunk. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we we don't know the half of it, do we? We haven't got a clue no, what this is going to look like. We don't know. We don't know a millionth of it. We, mm. we 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 have no clue where this is going we're like we're like uh we're neanderthals trying to imagine boston dynamics mm. yeah that's well, what we are it is no different to imagining back in the 70s and 80s the fact that you'll have a tiny device in your pocket and you'll be able to video call anybody from anywhere around the world absolutely yeah, but, free of charge yeah, Bitcoin is even way 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 more profound than that yeah i know it is yeah this is like 
humans pre the invention of the wheel mm. trying to trying to imagine interstellar travel <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't i can't even think of a proper analogy it's it's just uh because when you see it when you see how uh, like everyone on earth incentivized to to interact with each other peacefully instead yeah. of violently yeah yeah and then you see the true power of this this is uh, peace man mm. yeah the ringo mm. thing again yeah this is peace this is peace and love this is uh, <laughs> this is ringo money <laughs> you know peace and love everywhere well Knut, it's been an absolute blast having you on the show. It really has. Um, sometimes it's good to talk outside of the generalizations of Bitcoin like we've done on this show. And I would say to anybody, and I'm sure you would echo this, um, don't just treat Bitcoin as just a way to make some money. Knut's just explained how this is so profound. This is so deep. And I think the other thing to consider, I think it was Sailor once said it, this is like a one in a 10,000 year event. And we are all alive and living right through the the start of this thing that's going to change the world more than we can ever imagine. And we should be so grateful that we are living in this time. What is what say you to that? Have you gone? I can you hear me? Hello? <laughs> are you there? Okay, I can it, I can't hear you. Well, didn't we do well, people? We nearly got to the end. Can, it, can you hear all me? Right, all right. Ah, okay. you are there. <laughs> there I am. There you go. Gotcha. So what I was saying is this is so profound that we're living in this time, this one in a 10,000 year event that oh, we are seeing I ushered have... in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I am here. Are you, are you still there? Yeah. Okay, okay. Now I know what it was. I had the, uh, I, I tried to click on the YouTube link and I had the, the YouTube link in Twitter running at the same time. Sorry, <laughs> that, sorry. That'll teach you not to try and multitask. You want to see my setup. I've got stuff going on everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry about that. But what I, what no, I was saying, no, I want to I want to get this point out. Don't you think people should really wake up to just how profound it is to live in this time, this one in a 10,000 year event that we are actually living through and ushering in? I just find that part of it so profound. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, everyone is bound to fall down this rabbit hole sooner or later. And the, the sooner you do, the more you will get out of it. Mm. Because the, the, the lesser of your life, re remaining life, you will waste mm. on not getting into Bitcoin. Because like, it truly is life changing. I, I say that from firsthand experience very much i like there's nothing has changed my life as much as this me too uh, well maybe getting kids i was going to say the <laughs> but, only thing is getting uh, married and having children yeah. yeah 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 but but this this truly is a uh, an amazing thing 
And, and sorry, I was lost there for a while. <laughs> no, listen, it's fine. Between the tabs, we we are live. So instead of recording something and then putting it up as live, we are live. And when you are live, things can go wrong, people. It is what it is. Um, look, I'm going to pull it uh, together there, Knut. I'm going to put your yeah. Twitter in the notes afterwards. So, people, I would encourage you to go and follow Knut. He's always tweeting out there on Twitter. I'm not a a big Twitter person. I retweet stuff. I like stuff but I don't really have anything deep and profound to say but I do follow you and many others that are tweeting regularly out there but I would encourage anyone and I'm sure you would do the same at the very 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 least get off of zero exactly that's that's the first advice hmm. that's my main advice to everyone get off zero that's that's yeah that's, and, that's and, number one and and work out how much you could realistically squeeze back out of your wages, salary, whatever that you waste on things, and say instead of what a BTC Benny he 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 has a he has a link to some kind of website that shows if you bought something ten years ago or something and it cost you a couple hundred dollars, what would that be worth today if you'd have put that into Bitcoin instead? And some of them are yeah, just yeah. quite frightening actually. And it's like people wake up, even if you've got a little bit of money, if you can do your own research, get it into Bitcoin and sit on it for a couple of decades. And I'm telling you now, you will be really happy. And then learn about Bitcoin. Follow people like Canute. I follow people like Bitcoin Meister, BTC sessions, Preston Pish, Peter McCormack, um, Marty Bent. There are several people that you can follow to get all the good information. So, Gnut, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's been an absolute <laughs> blast. Well, yeah. it's been a blast. So yeah. stick with me because I yeah. always like to finish. Go on, carry on. Yeah, and follow a lot of people, but, but do your own research. Mm. I mean, Bitcoin is leaderless. There is no one, not me or nor anyone else, mm. uh, can tell you what it is, how you should interact with it, what practices are the best practices, and like you can get tips from from people, and there are people more uh, that have more technical know-how than you have, and you can you you can like there are people with more economic know-how than like there are experts in mm. different fields but no one can tell you how to interact with bitcoin that's entirely up to you that's the point that comes it's, from here that comes from here yeah and it's your money it's it's your bitcoin it's not it's no one else's mm. like we, we uh, it's a tool it's right there on the table you can choose to use it or not to use it yeah how you use it is entirely up to you you if you're if you're not uh, comfortable with holding your own keys you don't need to you you can you can keep them on a custodial thing, uh, at the risk of that company going bankrupt and you losing all your money. Mm. You can learn how to to store your own keys in a hardware wallet, at the risk of that hardware wallet manufacturer being corrupt and you're losing all your money. Run you a can, full node. Yeah. You can run a full node, and you can really run a full node, and you can run Bitcoin Core on a uh, Linux special distribution laptop with. Overtour and all, all these things, you you can, but but you don't need to do to learn everything at once. You can do this in steps. Like you can start with downloading a mobile wallet, uh, custodial what whatever, 
mm. and just get some Bitcoin, get off zero and uh, get hypnotized by the price movements as we all, <laughs> as we, we do, all, uh, we do, yeah, do, you know. We shouldn't watch the short-term charts, but I think you say no. hypnotized is a good word. And yeah. we've all got emotions, you know, and there is a nice emotion when you see number go up. There is a negative is. connotation when you see it go down. But if you understand that over no, the short no, term... If, you, if you're a true Bitcoiner, you're more You like it, yeah. Goes down. Stack sats cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Perhaps I said that uh, wrong. If you're because, a true Bitcoiner. Because, because if it, like, it's supposed to go up, you, you shouldn't be surprised by that. Mm. And you should you should be more happy with it going down because yeah. that means you can acquire some more. That's and, a fair psychology. Yeah. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is like no one can tell you what Bitcoin is, even or how mm. how you should use it. It's it's entirely up to, to you. All the responsibility is is on is on you, and all the freedom is on you. So like that that's that's the beauty of it. Like the responsibility is the opposite side of the freedom coin you you can't have freedom without responsibility no pain no gain no exactly and and bitcoin is the perfect embodiment of the of of this so uh yeah do with it what you will and good luck and uh May the force be with you and whatever. You've been a rock star. Stick on, stick on. I'm just going to do my outro um, uh, with you. And um, so people, look, I'm just going to quickly nip over to my desktop. You know, I love to finish with a quote. I found this one. If 90% of success in life is showing up, the other 10% depends on what you're showing up for. So what do I mean by that, people? You can show up and just live and exist and pay bills and die. Or you can show up and you can get in the Bitcoin rabbit hole and you can learn all about Bitcoin and everything and much more that Canute has mentioned on this show today. And as he said, that is your choice what you do. None of us can make that choice for you. I'm just saying, for goodness sake, get in that rabbit hole and do your own research because right now it is the most incredible time to be alive. Forgive me that we had a bit of a hiccup at the start of the show. It is what it is, people. I'm going to end it there. I'll leave you with my social media links. Please retweet this. I'm going to ask Canute if he will kindly tweet it uh, because he's got a lot of followers and maybe I can get a few more. Um, subscribe to the channel if you're finding this. Uh, hit the bell button. Click all so you get notified. I go live every Monday and every Thursday at 6pm London time. With that, I'm going to leave you with my social media links and I will catch you all on Monday. As always, thanks for being in the, the call with us and do go and follow Knut. I'll put his uh, Twitter link in the show notes five minutes after the show's finished. I'm out of here. Here's my social media links. Knut, stay there. I need a 10 second outro. <laughs>